0: Welcome to the show. We're on 880 The Biz. The number here is 866-954-4276, 866-954-4276. And hopefully for the next hour, we're going to give you a little bit of entertainment and some understanding of what's going on out there, some conversation, and try and make your day, or at least your drive home, a little bit brighter and uh, you know a little bit more entertaining for yourself as you sit on the highway uh, going uh, north on 995. or Wherever you're going to be going it doesn't make any difference. But we're glad to have you here and, uh, and talk to you today. Uh, interesting, we have uh, some some good old friends coming back on the show today that, that were here for quite a while, and uh, they're back. Um, coming up in the first uh, segment of the show will be Matt Bradbard. Uh, Matt, you may recall, is the uh, founder of MB Wealth up in uh, the Fort Little Dale market. And he uh, will be talking about the markets and commodities. And, you know, Matt was on every week for about 15 minutes uh, with the uh, Bradbard report. And then, uh, towards the, uh, bottom of the first half hour, going to be Jeff Zabar. And, uh, Jeffrey will, uh, be talking about technology. As we all know, uh, <clears throat> Jeff writes for the South Florida Business Journal and he blogs and he has the home, uh, homeoffice, uh, uh, dot com, uh, CEO homeoffice dot com. He's all over the place. But uh, and we're going to have Jeff come on the show and talk about. It. He has his trip coming up. Uh, Wanda, by the way, he's going to be uh, taking another road trip. You know, it's almost a year now that he's done it. You know, last time around. So uh, we're going to have him come this back. Big family trip. Yeah, he's going to do another one of those huge RV things, and he's going to travel. And, and he's got backing by you know a number of some big corporations, and uh, we're we go. going to talk about that. So it'll be fun. And then uh, coming up on the second half of the show, uh, a dear friend of ours, Jim Lasky, James Lasky out of Chicago. Jim, whom you may recall, has been on the show a number of times, particularly as uh, the campaign was unwinding and Obama, of course, was coming out of the Chicago market. Jim, you may recall, uh, was the uh, uh, the city clerk of Chicago, uh, the number two person in terms of power in Chicago. And uh, Jim, uh, actually, in the last election three years ago that he ran earned more votes in one day than mayor Daly did for that election he got over half a million votes in one day which is a huge amount out of chicago uh really well accepted in the chicago market and of course uh we he wrote a book my fall from grace and and jim uh, uh was indicted wound up in a federal penitentiary in morgantown came back put his life together doing a great job and uh and he's got some interesting news to tell you about wgn and we're very excited about uh about that and uh we'll go into greater detail on what's going on and I'll give you a chance to ask some questions about Chicago and and Illinois in general because Jim knows them all. Jim was in uh Chicago politics, particularly the Democratic Party for 28 years. was an alderman for many many years uh, on the South Side and uh we'll uh, probably talk a little bit about that. He knows all the players uh from uh, the mayor to uh to the uh the <laughs> you know Blago the uh the ex-governor. And the current governor and the replacement governor and uh, all the folks in between knows all those guys. He knows where the bodies are buried, and it's going to be very exciting to talk to Jim. And you have a chance to call in at 866-954-4276, and you can ask, uh, ask him a few questions, find out, you know, why is it in Chicago? They have uh, over 1,000 people have been indicted since the 70s uh, for, uh, from the public and or the, the CEOs in the greater Illinois area. Uh, It just seems like there's something in the water in Illinois that these people just wind up getting into trouble. So we're going to have an interesting show for you, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, A couple of things that happened today that uh, kind of makes me intrigued, and and one of which, of course, is that the first Gitmo detainee uh, came to America's shores today, and uh, he was involved in a number of. uh, It's alleged, I should say that, that he was involved in a number of uh, explosions that killed Americans and uh, consulates and. <clears throat> over in the Middle East, and he, of course, pleaded not guilty uh, to uh, what's been said. And it's going to be the first time that we actually have a detainee in a U.S. court right here on the mainland. And we'll see where that takes us. And then today also, Obama pitched a pay-as-you-go uh, plan for Congress. Uh, if, if you plan to spend money, you know, this isn't something new. This has been going back for a number of years, and it was proposed also about 2007. Um, if we spend a dollar, then we must find that dollar someplace else in the budget. Which is really ironic that we're putting that in right now after we spend a trillion dollars uh, on uh, the stimulus plan, uh, and then of course that the uh, you know the uh, the militants or the terrorists, although Napolitano doesn't think they're terrorists anymore, they're man-made disasters. Uh, the uh, the man-made disaster people. Those uh, I wonder if you could look that up in Google. The man-made disaster people, or maybe they're in the white pages. Certainly in the yellow pages under disaster. Uh, They uh, blew up a a luxury hotel in Pakistan and then killed about 11 people as of now. It grew from 5 to 11 since this morning, and I'm sure there'll be more people um, suffering as a result of that. And, of course, we'll be talking a little bit about the uh, Air Air France disaster off the coast of Brazil. And uh, they're finding more and more bodies. uh, That's so sad. And major parts of the airplane. So they're going to probably find out eventually you know what happened to that plane the question i have for you and maybe you can get back to me on this on the number eight six six nine five four forty two seventy six. here's the question are they ever going to tell us the truth as to what happened with the plane i mean if it was a bomb god forbid you know do you think they're ever going to tell us well we found out that there was a lot of explosive device on the bomb we detected it well that would kind of whack out the whole season this summer for people traveling would scare and shock the industry i'm not so sure that would happen uh or maybe it would maybe they would say you know what the truth is somebody would leak that out i don't know i'd like to know what you think about it and the number here is 866-954-4276 uh so when we come back we're going to have Matt Bradbutter on the phone from MB Wealth we'll talk about the markets and you can ask him some questions about commodities matt has done very well for the folks who have invested with Matt. So I want you to pay attention to him when he calls in. And then we'll follow up with Jeff and then we'll follow up with Jimmy Lasky uh, out in Chicago right now. And we'll talk about what he's up to. So you hang in there. Uh, don't go anywhere right now because we're going to have an interesting show for you. And we'll be right back on 880, The Biz, The Rich Rothman Show. Stay there. not
1: matter if it's gone. I see promotes Miami-Dade County as a global gateway by enhancing international relations, cultural understanding, and international trade. Every year the ITC leads two business development missions to countries that have the potential to increase trade with our community through Miami International Airport or the Port of Miami. The ITC is the official county agency charged with the development of this trade and functions as an umbrella organization or clearinghouse for other trade development efforts within the county. Our vision is to promote and strengthen Miami-Dade County's excellent business climate, strong international financial services, and rich cultural diversity, making it the logical platform for trade with Latin America and the Caribbean. For more information about the J Molina International Trade Consortium, go to miamiday.gov/ITC or call us at 305-375-5808. Seaboard Marine is an ocean transportation
0: company that provides direct regular service between the United States and the Caribbean Basin, Central and South America. Seaboard Marine's success in the region for nearly 25 years has enabled it to expand into new markets, now serving nearly 40 ports in over 20 countries. Seaboard Marine's facilities include a private terminal of nearly 70 acres at the Port of Miami. Seaboard Marine carries more cargo to and from the Port of Miami than any other carrier. Although this facility complies with and exceeds all governmental security mandates, it operates seven days a week, 365 days a year, a unique convenience for its customers. Seaboard Marine serves these routes from Miami. Bahamas, Grand Cayman, Colombia, Dominican Republic, Eastern Caribbean, Haiti, Jamaica, North Central America, South Central America, Venezuela, and the West Coast of South America including Peru, Chile, Bolivia. Seaboard Marine, a trade leader in the Western Hemisphere.
1: Should commodities be part of your investment portfolio in 2009? What might be the performance for commodities in 2009? Where are the energy prices going? Is the bearish trend coming to an end in the U.S. dollar? Should I own gold or silver? Will the cost of food go up or down? If these questions are important to your investment strategy, then you should be talking to MB Wealth, a full-service commodity brokerage, to find out how MB Wealth is positioning its clients to take advantage of commodities over the next few months and quarters. Let MB help you at the retail level or advise you on a partial asset allocation with a commodity trading advisor with an established track record. In this volatile economy, it is more important than ever to have a diversified portfolio. Find out more on commodity investment specifics by calling MB Wealth at 954-929-9997 or log on to our website at www.mbwealth.com. While you're there, check out MB Wealth's weekly commodity commentary plus monthly research articles, tools that can help with your investment decisions. Call Matt Bradbart, President MB Wealth, at 954-929-9997 for all the details. MB Wealth, a full-service commodity firm risk of loss in trading commodity futures and options can be substantial. All funds committed should be purely risk capital. Past performance is no guarantee of future trading results.
0: No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman, And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL, customer service is back in shipping.
2: Fresh talk with a South Florida flavor.
0: If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker, especially you.
2: This is The Rich Roffman Show.
0: Okay, welcome back. Glad to have you here. Eleven minutes after the hour on eight eighty the Biz. The number's uh eight six six nine five four forty two seventy six. And we have on the phone right now Matt Bradbard from MB Wealth. Matt, welcome back. It's good to have you
3: there. Good to be back. How are you, Rich? What a voice.
0: Glad to have the man on the phone. Hey, listen, I gotta I gotta ask you, um I just you know, we haven't had you on the show for my God, weeks now.
3: I know, and I haven't been on vacation either.
0: Well, well, that just stabbed me. I understand that one. Okay, um, let, let's let's you know you had some very very interesting positions going back th- you know through the winter uh, as we migrated from uh, you know into the spring and right now where we're at and um, you know just in a, in a snapshot and then we'll go into a little bit more detail. Um, are you happy? You know, on a one to ten, where do you think you are in relation to some of the things that you were talking about earlier in the year and the positions that you took? Because I know some of our folks who were who were following you.
3: Well, I mean, to be honest with you, it's exceeded my expectations. Things that I thought were going to take uh, 12 months have taken place in six months. You know, if you remember my two big picks for months and months and months are starting to, uh, you know, pay off sugar and silver. Sugar recently traded at a three-year high, and silver prices, we were looking at buying silver at 9 or $10. It ran up to $16. So we're completely satisfied, and we think it's going to get better from here on out.
0: So, but let let me, let me back up a little bit. And it's good. So we're, we're happy. On a one to ten, you're closer to ten than one, right?
3: I can only go up to ten?
0: Yeah, that's all it is.
3: Yeah, ten it is.
0: All right. So you're at a ten and you're feeling really good about that. So your clients are feeling happy. And, and by the way, if you ever want to get a hold of Matt, mbwealth.com. mbwealth.com. Uh, let me, let me ask this question. Uh, People shouldn't get too complacent about the market right now, and what's going on out there, because, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it ain't fixed yet.
3: Well, I was just jotting down some notes, you know, preparing, so I'm prepared for the show, Rich. So I, you know, what a man. I pretend I know what I'm talking That's about right. here. And, you know, just since the March lows, the S&P, which is kind of barometer of the economy, mm-hmm. it's moved 280 points. And, it, you know, what I ask all my clients, the, you know, existing prospective clients, have things since March gotten 42% better? I don't think so. No. That's what the market's moved. So, yeah, I'd be getting out of longs. I'd be lighting up on longs, and the people that have stayed the whole time, they got a, you know, present here, getting back some of their money. I don't think we've seen the worst yet, and I'm not, you know, people say, oh, Matt, you're a pessimist. I'm not a pessimist. I'm not an optimist. I'm a realist. Things are not fixed yet.
0: And And... You know, do you think this is the year we're turning? Are we going to turn around by the end of the year? Do you you see some light at the end of the tunnel, or are you just as guarded as you were, you know, six months ago? Uh,
3: This rally has actually caught me off guard. I didn't think we would see this significant of a rally. I am under the impression this is a bear rally, and I do think we will see a sell-off immediately. You know, in the next couple weeks, I think we're going to start rolling over. I think we see some manipulation ahead of the Fed meeting two weeks out, and I, you know, I wouldn't be long the market. I think we're going to come back down and test potentially the low 700 level. And then we may see, you know, another recovery into next year. But I certainly don't think that, you know, this is sustainable at this pace.
0: I want to ask you about the Treasury. You know, they had a Treasury sale today. And a lot of people early this morning were very concerned, you know, wondering whether the, the Feds would be able to uh, get a good return or a good sale for the, uh, the three-year notes. And, uh, I, did you file that at all today?
3: to some extent, I'm spending most of my time playing the short end of the yield curve versus the longer end of the yield curve. And, you know, what I recommend people do is go to my website, like Rich said, mbwealth.com, and we issued a report on February 12th about interest rates and where we thought interest rates were going and how to take advantage of them. Essentially, you know, the trade says we think interest rates are going up in the next year. And how to take advantage of it in my nine years rich I think this is the best trade I've seen in my career so i'm I'm paying more attention to again the short end of the curve not the long end of the curve
0: well what i what I found interesting with the treasuries is that they said the amount sold matches the amount of the last two sales and the um you know um, but meanwhile which was the large
3: market didn't really do anything I no mean,
0: no the the prices went the other direction
3: what, what I've noticed and you know i've written this in my commentary and blogs is you have. Big big countries diversifying out of U.S. dollars and diversifying out of treasuries and, you know, diversifying into commodities. And you know, I'm not trying to say commodities are the best thing out there, but right now it seems to be working. And you know, what they say, the trend is your friend. We've seen oil move up 40% since the first of May and double since February
0: well oil is now finished up at uh, 70 dollars and 30 cents
3: first time since November yeah. last year
0: well and and we talked about that about uh, six
3: weeks ago I think you called that well, you called for gas to go back to two dollars and you know well, we're there we're there at I the mean wholesale level
0: the wholesales a uh, you know a buck 97 today yeah. at closed it closed at
3: two bucks we'll round it up to two
0: but if you yeah well you might as well because yeah. it will be by tomorrow it has been going up basically three four five cents every week uh, pretty consistently yeah and I mean,
3: there's been peaks and valleys but the trend has certainly been up But uh, what a lot of people make the mistake of you know is jumping on the train now the train's left the station you've missed the trade you have to wait for a setback what i am doing with my customers is i'm getting in natural gas which hasn't moved yet it, it's just off a seven-year low and you know, as a trader you need to look at abnormalities and try to buy if you remember months and months ago we were trying to tell people the gold to silver ratio is way out of whack and that means gold's too high silver's too low or the ratio that's worked for years doesn't work anymore
0: well you hated that because you said if everyone's into it I'm out
3: yeah well we bought silver and you know we did all right and now the natural gas to oil ratio you know you see it on CNBC it's in the barons this weekend It's at a 19 to 1 ratio. It's the lowest it's been since 1991. So that means, again, one of three things. Oil's too high, natural gas is too inexpensive, or the ratio that's worked in the past doesn't work anymore. Well, we're going to take the same stance we did before with silver and gold. We bought silver. Well, the ratio was 85 to 1. When we bought it, it's 63 to 1. It worked. Right now, the ratio is 19 to 1 in natural gas to oil, three to four months from now we think it's going to be lower than that i want to ask
0: a question about the sauce because you got me hung up on this thing with cocoa and cocoa today ended up sixty sixty nine dollars
3: yeah, COCO, uh, somebody, if anyone's listening, they're going to learn something today. I'm sure they're going to learn a lot from you. All right, now everyone pay throw, attention. I'll try to add something. Here. Right.
0: Now, pay attention because there's going to be a test on this next week with Matt. Now, right. Go ahead. COCO
3: generally does the opposite of the U.S. dollar. If you overlay a chart of the U.S. dollar index on COCO, they have an inverse relationship. So if there's dollar bears out there, you know, not today or tomorrow, but over the next couple quarters, more than likely, if the dollar gets hammered, cocoa is going higher. Why? It's priced in. Uh, it's priced, you know, in dollars. And uh-huh. that's just, there's there's certain ratios, relationships. I mean, I could tell you, generally speaking, soybeans, sugar, and silver move the same. Why? I don't know. They all begin with an S, maybe. But you know, <laughs> traders told me years ago, and it seems to be a correlation. These things you pick up over you know the years.
0: Well, because I've been fixated on this cocoa thing. You got me hooked on this ages well, you ago. you
3: hooked on sugar. If, if no, and like,
0: sugar,
2: of sugar course. Sugar is
3: my, in, in the soft commodities, in that sector, okay, which you can trade cocoa, sugar, cotton, orange juice, coffee, coffee. lumber. Right. Um, sugar is my pick. I like sugar. I like silver. And then I highly, highly recommend people read that euro dollar report that's on our website it was published again february 12th and that's the best trade i've probably seen in my nine-year career
0: you're happy with that
3: well the trade is just coming together i've been losing money for the last three months building a position and it's just starting to come together with the expectations that the fed is going to raise rates sometime in the next year we were early on the trade but we think you know within the next six to nine months the fed is raising rates and that's all this trade is saying
0: you think the feds are going to make a comment about that this this, this, this I don't round? Think
3: I, eh, they may make a comment out of the side of their mouth. I don't think they'll do anything with rates next week. Or no,
0: no, no. I don't think they're going to raise rates, but they may, it may be in the notes. They may make a comment that we'll read in the notes a few weeks later.
3: Well, what are they going to say? There's no inflation based on, you know, X food and energy? I mean, get real.
0: Exactly. Um, let me kind of wrap up a little bit because we're running out of time. Yes. Uh, exciting things happening with MB Wealth?
3: Exciting things happening. I mean, it's all not milk and cookies. You certainly can lose money. There's a lot of risk involved. But, you know, as a way to diversify your portfolio, commodities are a non-correlated asset class. And, you know, I'm getting more positive feedback from all those people that used to buy and hold in stocks or, you know, they couldn't lose money in real estate. They were at least looking at commodities now, which is, is, you know, encouraging.
0: So the bottom line,
3: listen, I'm looking forward to, uh, commodities and what's to come. I don't think the 40% rally in the stock market is sustainable. You know, we made a new addition. If you remember, you know, months and months ago when we were on the phone, I had one of my CTAs on there. We've hired his son They're They're up about 40% net on the year. So yeah, there's some things happening. We recently MB Wealth recently moved to a new clearing firm in Chicago. They acquired the old firm we were with, so you know, we're on to bigger and better things, we think.
0: That's terrific. So all right, here here we go. Where do they reach you, Matt? How can people get a hold of you? Let's Absolutely. give that number out.
3: They can call me at nine five four nine two nine ninety nine ninety seven or they can find us online, com
0: And uh the best thing, yeah, that, that's the best thing they could do. And, and it, you give them the opportunity, because if you paid attention to what Matt was saying over the last few months, it's been a heck of a year for you.
3: It's been pretty good. I mean, like I said, every trade hasn't been a winner, but silver and sugar certainly helped. This dollar's trying to, you know, kind of helping. It's starting to anyway, and I, I think natural gas is going to move up to $5 in the next two to three months. That's a big move if it plays out like that.
0: So here you go. As a businessman, let me ask you this last question: Isn't it intriguing that the that the Europeans are swinging a bit to the right from being swinging to the left?
3: It's going to be interesting.
0: You know, we like need
3: more time if we're going to talk politics. So
0: yeah, just that I throw that out just yeah. to rock your soul a little bit. Okay, Matt, we'll talk to you next week. Take care Thanks of yourself, a lot, Rich. You bet. Take care, Matt Bradbard from MB Wealth, and I suggest you check out mbwealth.com. I think you'll um, uh you'll uh, be very very pleased talking to Matt. It's worth the phone call and uh the opportunity to to find out what he's what he's talking about He's a good guy uh we look forward to uh having him back on the show and uh maybe there's there's rumor out there that Matt might might be doing his own show someday soon, so uh we're kind of intrigued with that um I want to go back to a a, a question that uh, you know uh, Wanda let me ask you a question while while you're there we're waiting for uh Jeffrey to get on the phone but uh on today. You know uh Mike Tyson intrigues me and I, I, this is coming out of the blue okay, but, but I I can't I have this to comment will be good. This I know will be good. I got a comment on it. Mike Tyson intrigues me you know he's such a strange guy to begin with but he got married uh just today you know um in in, good in Las for Vegas him. he got married now his daughter was in this horrible accident what last oh. week she was found in his house a 4 year old girl lovely little girl mm-hmm. 4 year old girl she 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 Wound up killing herself by accident mm-hmm. on a treadmill. She slipped,
3: oh, and oh, she
0: hanged herself thank, oh. on one of the you know the loose things on a treadmill. And it's just oh my god. Oh, and yet well, today Mike went out and got he got remarried. I just maybe he well, needs that. Him. Maybe he needs that well, to everybody needs to get love. his soul together again. I need love. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's that's that's, that's
4: some love my way.
0: That's that's very very right. important. There's Jeff Zabar all right we 're going to have Jeff Sabar on the phone he 's right here in just a few seconds and we 're going to talk a little bit about technology carrying us into the bottom of the uh, on the first hour and uh Jeff is uh, can we hook him up yet? see what 's going on that's that 's not jeff Sabar it 's not Jeff Sabar all right, not a problem let 's move on i got a couple of things to talk about the uh, the uh the the situation uh with Obama and the pay as you go for uh, Congress the plan we 're talking about. Uh, a lot of people uh, are intrigued by that. I mean, I'm intrigued by the fact that, you know, you uh, we just spent a, a little bit over a trillion dollars that we approved on the stimulus plan. And yet, all of a sudden, he has the uh, the pay-as-you-go plan, which gives us a chance to uh, say we're really keeping things together and we're, you know, uh, on the stability side. And the number here is 866-954-4276, uh, 866-954-4276. I'd like to hear your comment about that. I'm intrigued with the whole fact that I just asked uh, Matt this, that the uh, the Europeans who have been the socialists, they've gone through this whole socialist routine, going to the left in the last few years, uh, uh, are now starting to swing back. And uh, the uh, the conservatives who have been following London, particularly uh, with Gordon Brown. The conservatives uh, are starting to make inroads again in the European markets. And does that mean something for us over here? You know it, it, what does that mean across the board? One, are they going to be printing the money? Or are they going to continue printing the money as we are here? You know that's concerning a lot of people because that's going to produce some hyperinflation here. We know that's going to happen, and at some point that's going to be just awful for us. As we pointed out on the Neil Asbury show, the deficits and the trade—not the trade, de- trade deficits—the deficits that we're going to have in the and in the, in the debt that we're going to have as a result of the uh, of the stimulus package uh, is going to equal more than all the gold that's been mined. In the history of the world. That's kind of a scary thing. And it looks like that the Europeans don't want to go that route. They're starting to come back a little bit from the, you know, from one side back to the other side. So uh, intrigued with that. Jeff Sabar, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Rich? Good to have you back on the show. Jeff, it's been a long time.
4: It's been a while. Thank you for having me. Yes, it
0: has. And I'm glad to have you here. What have you been doing for the last two and a half, three months?
4: I've been waiting for this moment to be back on your show. No, I've been, uh, I've been working, been, uh, you know, just I uh, do a lot of writing on technology still, and I still do the marketing column for the South Florida Business Journal. So we're writing about a lot of what's going on there. And Twitter, as we spoke of before, it remains even more the rage, as well as Facebook and other social networking sites. But also getting uh, ready to hit the road in July with uh, Home Office Highway 09, getting ready to get out on work on the road again.
0: So where are you going to go this year? Last year we went up to the northeast, didn't we?
4: Last year we went up to near Boston and we went out to Walden and saw what uh, Henry David Thoreau was uh, yeah,
0: I remember know, that.
4: riding about and having fun up there. This year we're going to keep it uh, south of the Mason-Dixon. We're going to head from here up through uh, Orlando and Atlanta into the Carolinas, over probably into uh, Nashville and up into um, Kentucky and then back down south. Actually, Kentucky, down through Nashville and Tennessee and then down through... Alabama to the Panhandle and home again over the course of about three weeks, so it should be a lot of fun.
0: So, what are you going to be reporting on, Jeffrey, as you take this this trip? What, what's the big hit this year?
4: Well, you know, there's a couple things, and and last year a lot of the technology was was increasingly smaller uh, notebooks. We had a nice little HP tablet notebook that we uh, notebook computer that we had with us. We had a Verizon Air Card. Um, I think what we're going to see a lot more of this year is we have the cloud computing, which for those who don't know, it's essentially any application that's hosted on a server somewhere else that you just log into via the internet with a user ID and password, and it stores documents, it stores content, or may just store applications, you know, Facebook, for example, or AOL, or Gmail our applications of cloud computing, where it's all hosted out there. So we'll be using a lot of that this year. Um, we'll also be using, again, we have Verizon on board, and they have their wireless Internet, their broadband wireless, that, that you just you know, plug into the laptop and you're able to use. But there's a couple other products we're going to be looking at. One is the MiFi, which is a little wireless um, adapter that you can carry in your pocket. You can leave it on the dashboard.
0: Wait a minute. A wireless adapter, and that gets you on the Internet?
4: It gets you on the Internet, but more than that, it's a router. So a wireless router, so you and up to three or four other people, you give them, there's a little passcode on the back, you sort of show it to them, they write it down or they type it in, and up to, I think it's like four or five different people, different computers can get onto a broadband wireless internet connection wherever they are. So driving down the highway, well, sitting in a how
0: do, yeah, that's great. Now how does that you have to but you have to be associated with like Verizon or eighteenth or something well, like that. Well
4: Verizon I believe the only one with it right now. It's called MyFi and sort that's of very like cool. my, my Wi Fi's
0: Yeah. That's, no, that's very cool. That's that's good technology stuff, Jeff.
4: Yeah, it's great stuff. And it'll just enable us to work you know, from anywhere, and not have to have a router. You just take this this thing, and you, you flip the on switch, and you're good to go. And it's you know, it's a subscription based product, so as many of these things are. But you know, we see that the ability to work from anywhere and stay productive, which is the premise of Home Office Highway. You, you can you can you know not scuttle my writing business because I want to take a vacation. That shows how you can work from the road and you know balance the the play time you want with the work time that you need.
0: Hey Jeff, real quick, as I'm running out of time. Uh, How do they get a hold of you so they can find out about this?
4: www.homeofficehighway.com.
0: Homeofficehighway.com. And Jeff's going to be reporting in once a week, every week through the summer. While he's on vacation, letting us know how this stuff really works, right, Jeff?
4: It's going to be great. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you uh, keep you updated, and we'll you know maybe be in an RV park somewhere, maybe driving through the mountains. We'll see. It's going to be a you lot of fun. See
0: him stop? I'll give you a Coca Cola. Take care.
4: There you go. Wonderful. Thanks, Rich.
0: Bye, Jeff. Be well. All right, we're going to take a break on eight eighty The Biz. This is Rich Rothman on the Rich Rothman Show. When we get back here, we're going to Chicago. We're going to be with Jim Lasky. Don't go anywhere. Jim's got lots of stuff.
1: and over 100,000 jobs. These are high-paying in-demand jobs very much coveted by other cities and ports throughout the Americas. We're fortunate to have this business and of that $16 billion, international trade and cargo at the port accounts for over $13 billion per year, a significant fact as well as a significant economic impact for all of us. The Port of Miami, working to enhance and contribute to the economic success of our country, further reinforcing Miami and South Florida as the gateway to the Americas.
4: A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airports.
1: The new Miami International Airport.
4: A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot.
0: The new Miami International Airport.
4: The only U.S. airport with sleep pods.
0: The new Miami International Airport.
4: The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined
0: the new miami international airport
4: and coming soon 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport savoir faire come experience the new miami international airport and watch us move towards the future
0: the new miami international airport Where in South Florida can you find a truly elegant hotel with 276 luxury guest rooms offering a newly renovated championship golf course, tennis courts, the largest hotel swimming pool in the country with private poolside cabanas, a world-class spa, and an award-winning fitness center with a restaurant that Zagat called one of the best restaurants in the country, all spread over a 150-acre tropical paradise landscape. Give up? At Biltmore Carl Gables Miami, a golf and spa resort built in 1926, Biltmore Carl Gables Miami, the golf and spa resort is a South Florida landmark with all the amenities to make your next getaway weekend or night away from the kids a memorable experience. Visit www.biltmorehotel.com for more information or call 1-800-747-1926 for reservations. Your next great getaway weekend, or night out, awaits you at Biltmore Coral Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort.
2: Do you own a business outsourcing your accounting? Then call the accounting and tax experts at TNJ Tax Service. For over 30 years, TNJ Tax Service has been preparing taxes for South Florida companies and individuals. As enrolled agents with the Internal Revenue Service, the pros at TNJ Tax Service can represent you or your company professionally to the IRS. Have challenges with your company's bookkeeping? Then call TJ Tax Services. QuickBooks Certified. TNJ Tax Services can provide training on QuickBooks for any small business. If you need monthly or quarterly bookkeeping services to handle all of your payroll and business needs, then you need to call T. T&J Tax Service, located at Taft and Flamingo in the Pillbox Plaza. Call 954-432-1700. 954-432-1700. T&J Tax Services.
0: No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL, customer service is back in shipping.
4: From Atlantic Radio Network.
2: Family. This is the Rich Rothman Show. No matter how moronic, the noxious craven, and cowardly the parent seems to be.
0: Welcome back to the show. This is Rich Rothman. It's 34 minutes after the hour, and um, welcome to the Rich Rothman Show. Glad to have you here. Uh, We're going to have Jim Lasky on the phone in just a couple of minutes. We're going to be talking a little bit about Chicago. You know, Chicago is the home of corruption. I mean, Illinois is a strange, strange place because it is a place that I just, you know, if you think about it, they have an inordinate number of folks who have been indicted over the years uh, and, and placed in jail. You know, And Jim will give us the numbers. Four or five governors have had this problem. All sorts of aldermen. There was another one just, we are going to talk about that just in the last month. Another alderman, uh, you know, bit the dust and uh, was indicted, but he wore a wire for a year, so there are a lot of people out there freaking out. Um, We're going to have Jim Lasky. Jim's on the phone right now. Oh, terrific. Jim, welcome back to the show. Hi, Rich. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, James Lasky?
2: Good, good. Now we have to do our, our usual thing about weather. How's the weather in Florida? I heard there's a lot of rain.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the tropics now, and this is the rainy season. Everyone says, "Well, how come we're getting so much rain?" This is disgusting. But the point is, this is the way it's supposed to be.
2: And, and we're the windy city for you know a number of reasons. And today is cool, damp, and windy. So
0: yeah, my son's been complaining. He said he doesn't understand where summer is going to be because it's still. He says it still gets kind of chilly every now and then.
2: Well, can you uh, can you guy kind of tell a secret here? Like uh, you're going to be in Chicago soon.
0: I'm going to be in Chicago real soon this, this weekend. I'm coming up.
2: Right, right. We're going to see each other. I know that. Listeners know.
0: But you know what? There's some really exciting things happening with Jim Lasky. Now, you all know that Jim's been on the show many, many times uh, right through the, uh, the uh, well, through the campaign. It was very important because there was the, the Chicago folks that helped make the campaign happen. And, uh, and Jim, you know all those guys.
2: Mm. From Obama on down. I mean, we're talking about Obama. We're talking about David Axelrod, his, his uh, senior advisor. We're talking about his chief of staff, Rahm Emanuel, and Valerie Jarrett, and you know, so forth and so on. So, yeah, we, yeah I've dealt with all those people.
0: So, and then you have your book, My Fall from Grace, and that's what attracted me to you first. I, started, I read the book, and I said, wow, this is very interesting. Came on the show. You had great insight into what's going on because you know where the bodies are buried. We had two major writers from Chicago on one of the shows that we did, a special with you. Um, one, who are the uh, the major writers oh, Ray, again?
2: Ray Gibson, an investigative right. reporter from the Chicago Tribune, mm-hmm. and uh, Mark Brown, a investigative reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times.
0: Right, and, and we were talking about the corruption in Chicago, and we're on the phone right now with Jim Lasky. Jim Lasky, in his last time he was elected, was the city clerk, right, of for, Chicago. A
2: clerk for a, a, almost 12 years, and, a, um, and an alderman or a city councilman, for you Floridians, uh, for five years. So about 17 years as an elected official.
0: And you were in, in the Chicago politics uh, in the Democratic Party for, like, you know, two decades, weren't you?
2: The machine politics. It's, it's Chicago. When you talk about politics in Chicago, you have to say machine. You have to talk about the dailies and the former county president, Stroger, and all our governors. And, you know, the city of Chicago wouldn't operate if it wasn't for Machine politics.
0: Machine politics. I like that term. (laughs) It kind of of defines what's going on in Chicago, doesn't it?
2: It's not what you know, Rich. It's who you know.
0: Well, Jimmy, let me ask you this. First we're on the phone with with, uh, Jim Lasky. The number is 866-954-4276. If you'd like to ask Jim a question about Chicago politics. And even the new guy. Now, who is the guy that just got indicted in in the last month?
2: My former colleague in the council, Alderman Ike Carruthers.
0: Another one.
2: I think that is over the last 30 years. And they have this what they call now in the news in the Chicago sometimes the Wall of Shame, uh, which I'm part of. There's you 31... sure that that's not
0: Cincinnati in, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, is it? No, that's not, that's a different wall. All right, go that's ahead. A different wall. Yeah, yeah Chicago
2: has its own wall. Yeah. but it's 31 uh, city councilmen that have been indicted over 30 years. So
0: 31. Yeah, that so sounds like, like a graduating class.
2: Yeah, it's it's quite yeah, it's quite a class. I'm I'm one of this, uh, you know the the more recent uh, uh, members of that club. So, uh yeah, and it was uh thirty one and Ike Carruthers now has been charged with a number of counts of bribery and uh and I think uh mail fraud and the usual
0: how do you know this guy? I mean you just said he's a friend of yours
2: yeah i mean uh, you know, I was with this guy with all the all, uh, all the city councilmen and and Ike Carruthers I'll never forget this rich when I was indicted, and uh, I was uh you know it, at home in seclusion bunkered down, and I saw Ike Carruthers on t v because they were asking him about Jim Lasky and Ike Carruthers says. You know, you're innocent until proven guilty. He's
0: probably you know, saying that now. What
2: happens with Jim Lasky? I I'll just—I'll never forget. I like, heard saying that. I don't know if that was good or bad, but you know. But
0: uh, well, the, the, the thing that intrigued me here—here's the thing—and you could relate to this. The guy wore a wire evidently oh. for a year. Oh God! So this is—this isn't like you know one guy going down, is it?
2: No, and and a couple of the uh, the major uh, TV stations in Chicago called me on that and said, "Well, you know, what do you think?" I said, what do I think? I said, if I'm uh, you know, an alderman uh, or, uh, or someone who dealt with Ike Carruthers, I'd be a little nervous. I'd be you know, going back and tracing my steps and saying, geez, what did I say? How did I say it? Uh, I mean, did I, did I say anything incriminating? I would, be, uh, you know, I would be either calling my blessings that I didn't talk to him, and if I did talk to him, I'd be just going over it and over it in the back of my mind. saying, Well, hey,
0: you know, no, Jim, if the FBI is going to work with this guy, and, and he's wearing a wire. Now, what does that mean? If he's wearing a wire for the FBI, did he cut a deal already?
2: Oh, you know, absolutely, because, and, and I'll use my own circumstances as an example. The uh, My former best friend in life wore a wire, and he wore a wire for approximately three months uh, against me. And uh, That's
0: a baby uh, wire. I'm sorry? That's a baby wire. Yeah, baby I mean, the wire. guy wore it for a year. Your guy yeah, wore it for three I, months. I, that,
2: that, that's my whole point. When, when I... When we when we got close to hearing that my former friend was wearing a wire, I appro- I called him on the phone. I'll never forget this. And I said to him, uh, his name was Mick Mick Jones. And I said, Mick, I, there's rumor on the street that you're wearing a wire. And he said, oh, I heard that rumor too. It's it's you know I can't say it on the on the air, but no, you can't. It. Well, I, he said it was B.S. short for something else. And anyway, the following day I get a call, or that night I get a call from my attorney that we need to go downtown. And the following morning the FBI arrested me. So as soon as I called him to tell him that, you know, I've I've heard it on the street that you're wearing a wire, he must have called the US Attorney's Office and they called him in right away. My point to this long story is is that Ike cruthers was doing this for a year, so obviously he was giving them some fertile, fertile information.
0: So that about, wouldn't uh, that mean the then that they're looking you know, they're not looking, you know, tunnel vision here, they're looking wide angle.
2: Oh, it, ike carruthers was involved in some you know development re- redevelopment zoning and whatever so you know what you're thinking you're thinking well okay if there was bribes going back and forth i mean are there are there zoning inspectors that maybe you know uh, turned their back on some things were there other aldermen that were involved in, in some of these sweetheart zoning deals uh ike carruthers is uh, is still chairman of the police and fire committee downtown where so there's legislation that comes before his committee so you, you have to believe that you know, he, he spoke to a lot of different people over the, over the past year, over a, about a number of different issues. So one would suspect that, uh, you know, there's, there's a number of people that are going to be involved in this situation. And, and, and Ike Carruthers uh, is going to, you know, probably uh, get his sentence uh, de- decreased because of his cooperation with the feds, and let me just say this: when I was brought in by the federal government uh, and they wanted information, they asked me from uh, everything from Daly to Blagojevich to to 50 alderman and uh, and and trust me, I mean they're looking for any kind of information. They don't care what it is, so they probably sat down with like others and says. Tell us everything about every one of your colleagues that you know that could be incriminating. I mean, I'm sure that's what uh, that's what's happened to Carruthers. And Carruthers says, well, you know, maybe this, maybe that. Well, we need you to wear a wire. Will you wear a wire? So, obviously, Ike Carruthers says, yeah, I will. And, um, and along the way, his attorney said, well, what's Ike Carruthers going to get out of this? So...
0: Uh, well, he, what, what, maybe he'll get a, uh, a reality show. I mean, Blago's wife's got a reality show. I watched her eat a spider last week.
2: I know it's it, that's something.
0: I, you I people mean, in Chicago are very strange. I just don't understand it. I really don't. Well, I don't see the connection. My 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 husband's the governor. He gets. You know, indicted, he tries to do radio, he does like 31 interviews around the country in the week that he's about to get indicted, Uh, and then his wife gets selected to go to Costa Rica and surf and and do a reality show and eat spiders and tarantulas. What is that all about?
2: The 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 governor was the ex governor was supposed to go to Costa Rica and eat bugs, but the judge in this case said,
0: "Now he was wearing bugs."
2: You need to do a reality check because you have some serious charges against you, Mr. Blagojevich, and I think you need to remain in the country and uh, you know help with help your attorneys in building up a defense. Uh, So then, the Blagojevich decided, "Well, if I can't go, let's send the wife." So and they have a six year old and a twelve year old at home who they are deeply concerned about and justifiably so. I would I know what it's like. Uh, you know, seeing your kids go through this stuff. My point is is that I think Patty Blagojevich and Rod Blagojevich are better served uh, staying in the Chicagoland area, uh, looking after their kids, and spending some valuable time with them. And I am sure that one or both of them could find themselves some employment in the area. But it's all about sensationalism, and it's all about trying to taint a future jury, in the Chicago land area uh, you know the Blagojevichs aren't stupid and uh, you know it's again you know politics Chicago way let's let's try to you know cut our losses and let's see how much money we can make along the way also so I, I mean I feel sorry for the, the former governor and his wife's two two daughters but I mean as far as they're concerned I, I think uh, you know it's all uh, you know PT Barnum and Bailey you know I think it's just all publicity
0: well I mean let me ask you about the, the governor now when, when this happened to you and in, uh, you were being indicted, and it was very public, uh, did the people surround you? Did the, you know, they the, the get the corral and the horses all around you? Or did people, like, disperse, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, Lasky who? Well,
2: it, it, it's, it, it didn't happen to me until I resigned, because when I was, I was indicted um, formally uh, on uh, Friday the 13th, January 13th, I'll never forget that day. And Friday,
0: January thirteenth. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say anything, Jim.
2: But <laughs> and, so and I resigned on. It's a February, little freaky for us. February sixth. So I worked three more weeks, and I went to work actually one week with a with a uh, ankle bracelet on. Uh, I was the first politician, I think, in the state of Illinois. I know I was to have an ankle bracelet and go to work. Uh, so yeah. You know, Wait a minute. I everybody, you
0: followed. wore. I, d- that was stop for a minute. You wore an ankle bracelet to work.
2: Yeah, because they were afraid They like
0: a Martha Stewart thing?
2: Yeah. They they thought that I would be a, a, a for some reason a security, I mean, a, a flight risk or something. So, the US Attorney well, Could you it. have been? I'm, I'm sorry.
0: Would could you have been a flight risk?
2: <laughs> where am I going? I don't think I even I don't know where you're
0: going, but Chicago's weird. How do <laughs> I, mean, I know?
2: Passpo- I didn't even have a valid passport. I had to turn in I didn't have a valid passport, so I didn't have to turn it in. I had to turn in all your what? You have to turn in your weapons, all that kind of stuff. Well, anyway, uh... yeah the uh... you
0: American way office,
2: and the judge signed off on this saying you have to wear an ankle bracelet and uh... I couldn't even I could go as far as like the gangway of my house you can only go a certain, a certain amount of feet outside your door otherwise the you know the bells and whistles will go off they'll be calling you the FBI will come to your house can, can
0: I ask a personal question about this I have yeah. to ask this question uh-huh. the ankle bracelet that you wore and and the one that Martha Stewart wore uh-huh. which is more puritan for me by the way uh, okay. Do you have to do, when you take a shower? I mean you yeah, wear that?
2: Yeah, you wear that. It They're
0: waterproof. I mean, well,
2: oh, no, you, you can't take that thing. You off. You can't take it off. When I was in the when I was in the federal building in Chicago, and they put that on, they have a somebody from the federal government put this thing on you. You have a choice of putting it on your wrist or your ankle. So obviously, with kids around, you know, I'm not going to put it on my wrist. So even though it looks kind of like a watch, and uh, but I put it on my ankle, and it it has
0: a like Rolexo,
2: whole, and they snap it on. They snap it on your ankle, and it doesn't come off. The only way you get this thing off is if you cut it off. And the only way you can cut it off is if you get permission to cut it off, because once, once you cut it, they know that. So, uh, so to answer your question, I had it on my ankle. You can take a shower with it. You can go in the swimming pool with it. You can do whatever you want with it. So,
0: But it must, it must rub after a while. Oh, Imagine terrible. it's very it's uncomfortable.
2: I had it for a week.
0: My you dog know, hates, I hates I his collar. It.
2: I was dying with it, and uh, I, it's just yeah, it's very irritating because what happens? And let's not get personal with our listeners, but uh,
0: no, I think we should.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we should get closer. Uh, yeah, the uh, when it gets wet, you can't dry it, you know, in the inside, you know, because it's against your skin. So yeah, it, it, it's very uh, you know uh, irritating and it chafes, and and it's uh, it, it doesn't dry. Quite right. so,
0: so, Jimmy, does Carruthers wear one? Do you think he wears one so they no, can keep track you. of him? I, I
2: think I was the only politician to wear one. It's a long story, but it was about the guy who wore the wire against me and, and the guy, my friend, who who supposedly threatened him. And they were worried about the other people's safety. And, and it was all this cloak and dagger, you know, uh, Chicago mob type thing. Uh, because the guy who's threatening him, uh, who used to work for my organization—I hate to use the word organization—his last name was Gamicchia, and it's kind of that you know Italian name, and people were you know felt very threatened. And so, yeah, I mean, it's you know the old uh, you know Chicago mob thing. Yeah. Well, anyway,
0: very exciting city you live in. I, I just can't wait to come back up there. Yeah. Love that pizza, Jimmy. I could
2: have done without the the excitement, that stuff in my life. But uh, as far as what goes on now, I mean, this is great stuff for. For anybody in the media, I mean, you, you, you could talk about anything from the Blagojeviches to another councilman being indicted to Daley. And let, let,
0: me, let me ask you this: Wait, I got to ask you this. Huh? Do you think they really want Carruthers, or do you think Carruthers is the tip of the iceberg because they're going to leverage him to get somebody else that they you know, really want?
2: No, I, here's what I believe: Alderman Carruthers is another uh, trophy for their for their uh, for their case, okay, you know, and and I believe. What they try to do is, when they try to get an elected official, they see who else, what other elected official they can get up the food chain. Are they going after Daley? I don't think so. But could he give? Could could others give them information about another, another, uh, an alderman or a state rep or state senator? yeah, maybe. Uh, But uh, you know, they're always looking to indict somebody else. And and uh, and Chicago has that reputation for you know corrupt politicians. So our current U.S. Attorney, Mister Fitzgerald. Mark in his, uh, you know, in, in his gun here, another notch in the, in the belt, to uh, say he's got another elected official. So.
0: Hey, so let me, let, let, let's just, you know, I got to, just between, there's no one listening, this just, just you and me right now. Yeah, just between. Did they ever ask you to turn on somebody else when they were coming after you?
2: They asked me, like I told you, they asked me about information from A to Z in the list of aldermen and other elected officials, and, uh, you know, I said, I don't really know much and uh you know they're you know they're like you know sure you do you know and then they play the old you know what you have a wife and you have how many kids do you want to see them in the immediate future i mean they play that card too so uh you know it's all about you know your intestinal uh you know makeup and uh one could say that uh you know Carruthers was you know trying to protect his family uh but i think there are other ways to do that than to sneak around, or should I say, slither around, wearing a.
0: All right. Sweater. Now, speaking of slithering, so mm-hmm. that made me think of. Let me think. of Daily. <laughs> you could think of a lot of. Yeah, yeah movies, I, a, like a lot of people slither. there. But yeah. I I'm going to go back to the mayor for a minute. The current mayor, well, mayor for the last few decades. Uh, do you think is that like a big prize? Do they have this like you know a lottery? You know, uh, this is the this, the Powerball for the for the FBI uh, to get you know uh, something on the mayor.
2: You know what, i Am not
0: going to get you shot asking this question? That's another. No, one. you know, and I ahead. think
2: about you know people ask me that a lot about daily, and and it's you know it's a tough question because there are times I think, boy, would that be it would be international news if they ever indicted daily?
0: Oh yeah, that's that's you know but, but generational.
2: But I also think that daily has has inside information to what the U.S. attorney and the feds do, and that's just my opinion. That I think that daily. You know, you, Rich, I mean, after everything that's going on in the city, from the hire truck program to the hiring practices to, you know, to everything else in the city, and Daley throws up his hands and, and looks at you with a stone-cold face and says, I don't know that. I don't know about this. I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, that's a standard answer, isn't it? But what do What's the other, about? like, uh, Mayor? You know, I really don't know. Yeah. It's but the most non committal type of answering.
2: But what? You're the mayor of the city of Chicago. Well, what do you know? I guess you know about the Olympics coming here.
0: Well, I was going to ask you that. What's the state of the Olympics? First of all, does the city really want it?
2: Oh, my gosh. That's like...
0: Mood question. Mood point.
2: For Daly to get the Olympics would be his... The icing on his, on his uh, what would I say, not his lineage, but his, uh, his heritage or whatever, I mean, that would, be, that would be it for him. I mean, can you imagine the Olympics, the opening day ceremonies in Chicago at Soldier Field, and here's King Richard walking with probably, well, we don't know if Obama will be around then, but, you know, maybe, uh, and, and then those two sitting up there as like the Roman Coliseum.
0: You know? <laughs> well, listen, we're on the phone right now with Jim Lasky uh, from Chicago, Illinois, and we're talking about corruption and the politics of of Chicago specifically, and then a little bit about Illinois. Jim, of course, uh, was the elected for 12 years city clerk, the second most powerful man, person, I should say, I don't get sexist, in Chicago. Uh, and certainly uh, in the line of sight of uh, of Mayor Daley, because I mean, you did get more votes in that last election than uh, King Richard.
2: Well, you know what? I mean, that was probably my downfall too. When I think a, a local newspaper uh, printed that fact that I I received more votes than Daley, the next thing I know, the FBI is investigating me. I don't know. Is that coincidence? Probably.
0: Uh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's a Chicago coincidence. I think you can define that one really well.
2: Daley. reporter from the Chicago Tribune once told me, a well-respected reporter who has his own column for the Chicago Tribune, said, Jim, remember this, the movie Three Days of the Condor, Revenge is a Dish Best Served Cold.
0: That was a great movie. Many many years ago. Robert Redford, love that movie.
2: Yeah, and then after I got indicted and went to prison and came back out, I sat down with that reporter, that columnist. He said, I told you. (laughs)
0: Now, no, 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 no. wait a minute. We have about two and a half minutes left. So I want to ask you, uh, something really exciting is happening for you up in Chicago. Well. What's going on, man?
2: Well, I've uh, I've got a great opportunity uh, presented to me. uh, One of our major, major, probably the jewel, crown jewel of Chicago radio, WGN radio.
0: I think it's like the third largest radio station in the U.S., pretty much up there, third, fourth. Pretty much, yeah. And
2: it's the crown jewel of, of Chicago radio. They have retained me now. To do a a show, and I'm 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 excited. I mean, it's like I mean Jim Lasky actually gets to talk about this stuff and, and
0: get paid for it. Well, I think a lot of people are going to be listening to that and having a bag packed because if I understand, when we had the two top political writers uh, on our show, uh, my show, when you were here down in Florida, they yes. will want to know where the bodies are, and they know that Lasky knows where the are. Bo- you also have to know where the trucks are, by the way, but where the where the where the, where the bodies are.
2: Well, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of that. When, uh, we're gonna do a lot of that on the show. We're gonna talk about, you know, we're gonna be very frank on our on our show, and we're gonna talk about politics Chicago style. And we're gonna talk about a lot of different things, but we're, and we're not gonna hold any punches. We're gonna we're gonna be very fair, but we're gonna be very uh, upfront. I mean, we're gonna talk about things that have happened in my life and and and, and talk about politics in general. And, and, and hopefully we'll have a lot of callers calling in and give us some insight about what's still going on in this city. I'd like to look at a new budget book and tell you where the waste is in Chicago, the government, because Daley's always looking to raise taxes or he's looking you know, for you know, different uh, fundraisers for himself. So we'll take a look at the budget book and see what we can help him with.
0: Well, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, by the way, we could even listen to it anywhere in the United States. Just go to WGN.com. Uh, it's and you can pick it up, and you can you know check out scheduling, and there's going to be Jim Lasky. You're going to be on Saturday at what nine o'clock in the morning?
2: Saturday nine a.m. Chicago time, which would be ten o'clock your time. That's right. And uh, and yeah, you're on like for a-
0: about two and a half hours. I was told.
2: Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's two and a half hours from nine to eleven thirty, and you know WGN is the not that I'm a baseball fan, but it's it's also the uh, the flagship. Sh- Flagship station. Say that a couple times. Flagship should, station. <laughs> say it fast a couple times. You
0: better say it fast three times. For,
2: for the Chicago Cubs, so there'll be a lot of A lot of people already listening to the show WGN, and uh, and it's a great opportunity. Like I said for myself, and uh, to resurrect my life and uh, recreate myself in Chicago, and uh, it's exciting. It's really exciting.
0: No, I'm really excited for you. We're we're, we're told down here that the union guys up there, you know, uh, the boys in the union are really excited about getting you. Uh, Getting you back.
2: Well, the policemen and firemen have been very, very loyal to me over the years. Not only when I was in office, but even when I ran into my problem, and uh, and I still see them, uh, you know, occasionally out there. I just ran into somebody at one of my uh, little league games for my son last night. And I said, Jim, what are you doing? I heard there's some talk about radio. I and mean, just let us know we're there. You know, I mean, and
0: well, they're going to love you. love you, Jim. And listen, we're running out of time, All and right. i got to say goodbye. I'll see you in Chicago, my man. You have a good time on WGN. Jim Lasky, good to have you here on and, 880 The Biz. Dinner's on me, Rich. Thank you. All right, my man. We'll see you. you. That was Jim Lasky out of Chicago, Illinois, talking about the politics. And we're going to get a lot more information about that. Because when you think of corruption, I think of Illinois. Anyway, we're going to be back next week. This is Rich Rothman on 880 The Biz. Good to have you here. Drive careful. Stay safe. See you then. I can't get enough of your love. I can't get enough of your love. rule the bad. Utterly deceptive twortles, Big says I. The business. This is The Rich Rothman Show.
3: in bank accounts, confiscation,